too often we find ourselves heartbroken because we've given all access passes to people who are just general admission people. I never imagined my journey would inspire people all over the world. Hello, my name is Nema and I'm from Zambia. So I love the Dear Future Wifey podcast. For me to see people being so real, so honest and so true about the real situations in life. Hey, I'm Natalie from Belgium and I would like to, to say thank you. I value your content because it is Christ-centered. You have set a standard in love. Dear Future Wifey Podcast has um, opened my understanding. I highly recommend that everyone, whether you're single, you're married, you're divorced, you're widowed, everyone to go follow this podcast. Continue with me as I discover, uncover, and recover love. I'm Latera R. Whitfield, and welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. Welcome to the Dear Future Wifey Podcast. I'm your host, Terrace R. Whitfield. Have you subscribed to the podcast? If you haven't, stop what you're doing. Hit that subscription button. Just stop shacking up with us and let's get married. Do you have commitment issues? Because we noticed that over 60% of the people that watch the podcast aren't even subscribed. So do me a favor. That's how you uh, pay me back for all the, the amazing content that I've been giving you is just by simply hitting that subscription button. Um, once I hit 50,000 subscribers, I plan on doing something extremely big, uh, talking to some networks and um, yeah, just be on the look at that. That's why I've been pushing so heavily for people to subscribe because I want to be able to speak to the networks with a nice 50,000 uh, fan base. So please, please, please do that. You know what? Today I am actually 43 years old. Uh, my birthday was three days ago on March the 29th. And I am excited. I'm excited because I always get inspired when the year changes, um, the calendar year changes, or my birthday, because I believe that we go into a new dimension. And I'm amazed by what God is going to do already. Uh, in the year of 43. So I'm excited. As you know, a couple of weeks ago, I decided to start dating intentionally. And what that means is that now I am actually seeking my purpose partner. Some of y'all have already inboxed me and said, hey, where do I apply? Where do I put my application in? Well, just, hey, shoot your shot. Just keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to keep doing what I do. And if God aligns us and allows us to uh, take interest in each other, then it will be. But dating, I want to talk about dating. Today, I am the guest on the podcast. It's going to be a real short one. Just want to have a conversation with you and talk about dating. A lot of my friends have grown weary in dating and they feel like it's just not a lot of options. One of my homegirls made a a post I created a little meme for. She says the dating pool has pee in it. <laughs> I thought that was absolutely hilarious. I just fell out laughing. A uh, shout out to you, Kiana, for that funny uh, quote that you created. And but a lot of women, you know, they felt like that is true. They said that as they've been dating, whether they're dating on apps or 
you know, um, dating apps or social media or just meeting people in person that they're running into people that aren't as authentic as they would hope. And um, a lot of my friends, unfortunately, I had a friend, friends that are 30 that have given up on marriage. They said, you know what? I just don't believe I'll ever get married because just not, nothing out there. Um, it's quite sad. Um, but I, I understand. I understand that everybody has their own journey. Everybody has their own experience. And my job is to infuse love into this world and let people know, let the, let, let women know that there are other men like myself that are intentionally doing the work to manifest their future wifey. But in manifestation, I believe that the dating process has to be handled with care. What I mean by that is that I talk to a lot of my, my friends who are dating and even in the process of dating, just the get to know you phase, they, I believe that there's, they're not dating with proper boundaries. So as I approach these dating streets, um, some things that I got to be careful of. And those things are, matter of fact, we're going to call this episode, no all access passes. And let's talk about that. See, I'm, I'm from the entertainment world. So I've toured shows across the country for a living. And my, when I was 24 years old, I was touring plays as a national playwright, director, and producer. And one thing that I found interesting as I've been uh, talking to my friends is that I have this one friend that she posted a picture of this guy on her page. And I said, congratulations. You know, she was like, I love me some him or him. And then she put some hearts or whatnot. And I said, congratulations on your relationship. And then she says, we're not in a relationship. And I said, oh, okay, that's. That's interesting. I said, because when you start posting people on your social media, you have to be careful to make sure that you're in a relationship. And she said, well, I mean, I talked to him in the past and, you know, when we first met, we started dating. They've been seeing each other for uh, maybe a little over a month, maybe two. And he said that he wasn't looking for a relationship, that he wanted to take it slow. And she posted a picture of him. And I said, hold on, you got to be careful about what you're doing. Because as you're posting these pictures, you're giving the illusion that you are in a relationship. That's what I want to talk about is no all access pass. In the dating world, we should always have boundaries. People should know this is what it looks like when you date me in the get to know you phase. This is what it looks like when we are exclusive. And when I say what it looks like, meaning these, these, this is the access that you have of me. Um, as we're dating, I'm not about to be cooking food for you all the time or going to your house, washing your clothes. Or um, if you are having sex, that you may want to abstain from that until whenever you feel um, whatever your boundaries are, you determine that everybody's not practicing abstinence until they get married. But whatever those boundaries are, you can't, if someone's just getting to know you, you can't be letting him smash just like you would do somebody that's in an exclusive relationship with you. So what I mean by when you're dating or getting to know someone, they get this level, whatever that is, get a piece of paper and write it down. Say, as I'm getting to know somebody, this is what they get of me. 
as we begin to date, this is the rules and regulations. And then when we get exclusive, this is the level of access I have. And when we get engaged, you have a whole lot more access, but not everything. And then when we get married, that's the all access pass. Too often we find ourselves heartbroken because we've given all access passes to people who are just general admission people. Oh, Lord Jesus. Now, the general admission people are the people that just like everybody else, it's not they're not. Let me see how can I word this? They're not as significant as you hope them to be. They just are general admission ticket holders. So they're they showed up at the event of your life and they don't get any uh, preferred seating. They're not sitting VIP in your life. So VIP may be people that get a chance to meet your kids or uh, meet some of your family members. You don't give general admission people access to your family, getting to know or even know where you live. Oftentimes I see people um, allowing people to know where they live just in the get to know you phase. So now everybody that you meet knows where you live. You end up running into a stalker. Now you got to move. Uh, and it's just everybody, especially as women, have to be extremely careful about giving so much access to people when you just meet them because there's a lot of weirdos out there. But it should also be exclusive because your house is your sanctuary. So with that being said, it should be a level of, hey, when you get to know me, we're going to go out to meet. We meet up. You know, I drive my car. You drive your car. We'll meet up at, at, at places and eat. And then as things evolve, then now I may be, hey, come pick me up, you know. Um, and then after you get in an exclusive relationship with that person, then this is the access that you get. Now, VIP is a different level of access. The VIP ticket holders, they get a chance to get a little, you know, some, some of them may get a little goodie bag. They may get a T-shirt and a, and a playbill with their ticket purchase. So they get a little more access and they get a chance to sit on the front few rows of the venue. People that are VIPs in your life, should feel like VIPs. The word VIP means very important person. And so when people are VIPs in my life, they feel it. They know it. They get phone calls uh, often. They get access to me to go hang out. They can call and say, hey, let's go out to eat. And uh, nine times out of 10, I take them up on their offer. Hey, let's meet up. They can say, hey, what you doing? You at your office. I want to swing by and say hi. Those are VIP people. So when you get VIP people in your life, then treat them as VIPs. The last level is all access. No one in my life has an all access pass. Not even my mom. My mom doesn't even have an all access pass in my life. Um, yeah, my kids, they do, but still on a certain limit because my, my, my kids are my kids. So they still have a certain level of access. It's funny. Cause I don't even let my kids come in my room all the time. I'm like, get out of my room, stay out of my room. Uh, they can walk around any other place in the house, but they just can't come and go in my room because that's my room. Now the woman that gets an all access pass, she can come in the room. Because it'll be our room. 
She can move freely throughout my life. There's no nothing that's restricted from her. There's no friendship that I have that she's not privy to. There's no bank account that I have that's hidden that she's not privy to. There's no uh, friend that she wouldn't have access to call, whether male or female, and plan a surprise birthday party or, or whatever it is that she sees fit, that she will have an all-access pass into my life. To the point that she even carries my last name, all access pass, all access pass. There is nothing withheld from her. I want to encourage you today that as you continue down this dating path, that you take a moment to just write down these boundaries that you have. Write it down and you say, these are the levels. When I'm just getting to know someone, this is what they get. When we are dating this is what we get. When we're dating exclusively, this is what they get. When we get engaged, this is what they get. And when we get married, this is what they get. Because if you give everybody the same experience of you, what, what, what does that say to people? If you meet somebody, if somebody runs into your ex-boyfriend and, so, okay, someone runs into your ex-boyfriend and a guy that just dated you, and a guy that just smashed. And they all have the same experience. Yeah, yeah, she always do that. Yeah, she's going to come by. She's going to cook. She's going to wash your clothes. She's going to do this. And all of them had different levels, gave you different levels of access into their life. But they all got all the benefits of you. I refuse to give women the full access to me. That is reserved for the woman and the wifey that God has designed for me. As a little word of encouragement to you as you continue on these dating streets or whatnot, is do not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. I know a lot of you women are um, growing frustrated. Cause you say there ain't nobody out here. These men are playing games. It's just, it's just, it's just hopeless. Just know some good men out there. I'm gonna always lift my brothers up because I believe in us. There's some dope dudes out there that um, are overcoming some pain, overcoming some hurt, and as as distrusting as you women have grown of men. Well, it's the same. A lot of men have grown distrusting of women because they've encountered some bad apples. And in doing so, they began to say, hey, I'm never going to allow myself to be hurt ever again. So stay prayerful. Stay encouraged. Be encouraged. And um, again, I pray that your faith fail not. Heavenly Father, I lift up everyone that's listening to this podcast. I ask that you teach us proper boundaries. You teach us how to move, how to shake, how to love, how to get to know people, how to trust people, how to not ignore red flags. God, that you give us a healthy balance and protect our hearts. God, you said above all things, guard your heart. Teach us how to guard our hearts so that we can limit the heartbreak that we encounter. God asks that you give us clear vision, clear vision to be able to discern and see the people, the person, 
the purpose partner that you have destined for us. God, I ask that you give us the courage to overcome past pains and past hurts and past letdowns and failures, God. I, I pray that you give us the steadfast and movable faith to walk hand in hand with you and allow you to pick out our purpose partners. God, give us patience and give us peace that surpasses all understanding. God, we'll be so careful to give you the praise, the glory, and the adoration because you are still God and you said that you will grant us the desires of our heart and we believe that, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Armani, can you give me my letter, please? Discover. Uncover. Recover love. With the new Dear Future Collection. The journey starts from within. Let your inner thoughts find freedom on the pages of this richly hued Dear Future Blue Sapphire Edition Genuine Leather Journal. It features a cross-stitched spine and luxurious cording to bind your deepest insights. A great accompaniment is the Dear Future Luxury Bamboo Fountain Pen. There's nothing more intentional than the writing process of a fountain pen. This is an elegant writing work of art. Join the thriving community of fountain pen enthusiasts and purchase one today. These exclusive items and more are available at dearfuturewifey.com. So this is the first letter that I've written now that I've turned 43. This letter is uh, dated March the 30th. Dear future wifey, are you tired of the dating games? Do you feel like there's no quality guy seeking a solid relationship that leads to matrimony? Have you grown cynical of love due to always being hoodwinked by a dude's representative only to find he's a wolf in a sheep's Nike jumpsuit? A lot of my female friends have given up on love. I often imagine if that's your testimony. Nevertheless, I will make your days of weariness worth it. I will be hope and replace the many nights you wrestle going to sleep with hopelessness covering you like a weighted blanket. No longer will you feel that your persistent prayers for a mate fail on the deaf ears of God. I will be the answer to your prayers. I will protect your heart and handle it with care. I will cover and guide you with the light of the word. I pray you have the most peaceful sleep you've had in a long time. Dream about me tonight. I am near. Your future hubby. Thank you for listening to the Dear Future Wifey podcast. Remember, be lit. Live intentionally and transparently. And don't stop loving. Make sure to subscribe to our Dear Future Wifey YouTube channel. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We welcome your support. Simply share our podcast with your friends and family.